it's happening. I don't know. It's a happening. It's a happening. To quote the great Gorilla Monsoon. Deep Gorilla Mansion? There. What? Deep cut there. Yeah. What's happening? It's happening. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I helped uh, my grandma pay her bills today, so that was fun. There you go. Crit yeah. number four. Yeah. Oh, cr- oh, that's what that's what. Oh, I, I get it. You want to talk about comics. I was talking yeah. about life. Oh, yeah. My bad. I mean, how I've silly got, of me. Comics are life. What was I thinking? I don't know. I've got this big dude with the shield on a cover. Whoa, kinda... he is a big dude with a shield. It's on fire. And a fiery sword. Fire sword. And then we got another cover. It's got skulls and crossbones. Versus the guy. It's kind of cool. Ooh. And we got another cover, which is my favorite cover, <laughs> with the specter and the drunk cat. Yeah, that one's actually the, the that one's the coolest. I like that is it. Clearly the best cover. It is pretty cool. Although it is kind of like, what are you gonna be doing with those photos, man? Are you putting a bump on Instagram? Are you making a video? Is it a TikTok? I'm confused. And I mean, wouldn't somebody be calling some sort I'm gonna sort mess of... up his name. Smeedy. 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 Uh he probably wanted those pictures. Oh, he okay. probably needs them for his lady cat friends. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Or male cat friends. I don't want to. Could be. You know, could be. I have no idea. Yeah. I I will say we got like when when you do pop onto that page right onto the next page, it, it tells us gives us our like c dot r dot i dot t and uh, gives us the all the all the goodness. But you know what's missing in our welcome? You know, like and, and tells us who these who these characters are. There should be there should be a. A little spot for Smeedy. Smeedy. Why did I call Smeedy? <laughs> you know. Yeah, there should be. There should be. Um, should be. It's, uh, now I'm kind of sad. Well, where have we left off? We I, just covered quit num- crit C dot R dot I dot T number three. But number previously three. in C-R-I-T without the dots. But then we get the dots again. It <laughs> 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 keeps bugging me. It's um, bugging you for- so much. Crit narrowly escaped their fight with the Masters of Mayhem, leaving with them with more <laughs> questions than answers. Who are they? How did they get their powers? And what does Alchemex have to do with them? Richter has provided the team with some intel that may help solve these questions. A group of superpowered criminals has been attacking businesses in Roswell, Georgia. What? The Georgia. Roswell, Georgia. Okay. Roswell. Uh, the team is off to find out if these attacks are tied to the masters of mayhem or mom or if they are something new welcome to georgia with boulder specter caliber and reach and we've got a story by christopher michael austin ferguson brad haynes obi darcy ryan kidd terrell haynes illustrated by christopher michael cover by mo lubison and nestor radula jr got some variant covers too lettered by christopher michael colors by christiana cruz smitty cover by robert nix because hey Smitty. There, Samidi. Right. Samidi. Samidi. I don't Samidi. know. We need a pronunciation key. And edited by Brad Haynes, Terrell Wilkins, and Natalie Salhoff. And we are now ready to get are started. We? All right. Let's for crit number four, sticks and bones. Sticks and bones. Different so, costumes. What? Who? Whoa. I'm sorry. I'm thrown for a loop. They look different, don't they? Yeah, these costumes are interesting. Okay. And even the art looks different. It's almost like... 
something Yarn changed. kind of look different. These guys <laughs> look oddly familiar, but different. Oddly familiar, but different. This is just something different. All right. And so it, <laughs> it appears that we've got, it appears that we've got, it appears Caliber. Yes. Is saying, I really can't believe in this day and age that an electronic store has that bad of a security system. And uh, here we go. Yeah. And they're in Roswell, Georgia, and they're chatting. Hanging out in front of a beat up, broke down, busted up store. And it appears Boulder's saying they fought some, or they had some terrible feet, thieves. Oh, terrible. They didn't take any money or high-end TVs, just some crappy security equipment. And we get down to the bottom of the page, and Spectre's like, hey, if Alchemex is mixed up in this, and it may be worse than we thought. Okay, so it looks like we jumped in the middle of something again. Mm-hmm. We are in something. And for sure. we get a call on the receiver um, that a gun shop is being robbed. Oh, no. It's always great. It's not good. And I'm not sure who's talking to them in red, but blue would be Reach, right? So I think so. So it looks like Reach is saying dangerous. These guys are hurling fireballs dispatch. Okay, so. All right, so they're headed with their fancy gray suits. This looks like... um. Doesn't it kind of remind you of like early 90s when all the teams had to have like the same sort of they need pockets, right? Uh, uh, yeah. Pouches, pouches. They need pouches, like, many they pouches. They try to give everybody like the same looking suit. Yeah. Like when they gave the X-Men all the same suits. With the color scheme. Yeah, actually, that was past the early 90s a little bit. That was that like Frank quietly, quickly or quietly. I always mess it up. Uh, I don't know. Art. Yeah. I mean, it's cool art, but, you know, they tried to give them all the same exact same uniforms, which is interesting um, with jackets and pockets. Of course, they did that to the Legion in like 1989. How'd you feel about that? Uh, at the time, I didn't feel real good about it. I didn't like it at all. Um, and how do you feel about it now? Uh, when I read it again, I like the stories. I think they were ahead of their time. Uh, I have a lot more deeper understanding of the book, but still... I mean, I thought that Giffen art is unique. I'll say it that way. I don't know that it was my favorite. I mean, at the time I was looking for superhero teams like we were reading in this uh -huh. book. And then all of a sudden they're like grownups and serious and dark. Uh -huh. um, and you're like, what? Why? It's kind of like what happened. Yeah. Kind of like the beginning of the story. I'm not sure exactly what happened because they're all in different uniforms. And, and I'm like, what? 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 Did you just... Uh, <laughs> but we get strap in, boys. It's time to play Kenny Loggins mixtape number seven. Oh, mixtape number seven. Oh. I didn't know Kenny Loggins could have seven mixtapes. I guess if you just mix it up, you can. I guess they're going to the danger zone. What do you do? You can play Highway to the Danger Zone like over <laughs> and over again. Over and over. You play Highway to the Danger Zone and then like the Winnie the Pooh song. Maybe. I don't it's know. Like, I mean, Kenny Loggins. Highway he's a to the Danger Zone and then House at Pooh Corner. Did he do House of Pooh Corner? Uh, well, why would you not know that? I don't know that. Really? I, I, I honestly don't. That's why I'm asking. I want to know. Yes. Oh. They did House of Pooh Corner, Loggins and Messina. Okay. Along with know. a remake of Danny's song. Oh, wow. Yeah. And you know uh, your mama you know don't dance. Your local your daddy rock don't legend. Rock you had no idea. Danger had... Zone. Dan, Dan, the danger zone, man. Yeah. And then Danny's song, a song <laughs> that my parents will still not admit I was named after. Oh, 
you know, even though yeah. they ain't got money, I'm so in love with you, honey. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Even though it came about at the Bronx. You know, what, what year did they break up? I, I don't know. 1976. Oh. 71 to 76. I didn't know it was that early, but yeah. Huh. Danny's song, Has It Be Corner, and Your Mama Don't Dance are their biggest hits. So I guess you could do a mixtape with their collection from there and then Kenny Loggins' post-career. Interesting. I mean, these are, again, oh, facts. crap. I didn't know that. What? Kenny Loggins is from Everett. Yeah, that's what I said. He's a local boy. Oh, you, well, you knew that. I, didn't I knew know that. that. Why would I know that? I don't know. I thought you knew. I thought you knew everything, Loggins. It's Kenny Loggins. Kenny Loggins. I also didn't know he was in the nitty nitty gritty dirt band either. So there we go. Like well, I am learning. I guess now you can there. really make a. Seven oh, well, that tapes. was the 76 to. <laughs> well, and there that's we go. How you get seven mixtapes. I guess. Yeah. I mean, he's got everything, you know, it's Insert uh, your favorite Kenny Loggins lyrics here. Era. Right. So. Yeah. Wow. That's, uh, well, I am thoroughly impressed with this discussion of Kenny Loggins that we have drifted down. But <laughs> I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying so hard to hold on to the comic book conversation. Well, it does you, say, sir. OK, here we go from Boulder. Yeah. And then it says, insert your favorite Kenny Loggins he- song lyrics here. So I yeah. would say, even though yeah. we ain't got money. Yeah. No. I'm so in love with you, honey. Yeah, you're right. So, I mean, you're just doing work. what they said. Yeah. Wow. So we've made it to we've made it all the way like two pages into the book, two or three pages into the book. They got a whole new van, man. And we get I don't even know what insert song is with age. You'll learn the appropriate insert song. Insert song is the greatest musical masterpiece of all time. So we will say, oh, man, Danny's song is my jam. I don't even know what Danny's song is. With age, you'll learn to appreciate Danny's song. Danny's song is the greatest musical masterpiece of all time. <laughs> I find that utterly funny. Like, it's just too ridiculous, but good. What if we did it this way? Okay. Oh, man. Danny's song is my jam. I don't even know what Highway to the Danger Zone is. With age, you'll learn to appreciate Pooh Corner. <laughs> do it that way. <laughs> that also is funny, too. See, you're not always the funny one. You're, you're right. And then and and then Caliber could be Nitty Gritty Dirt Band is the greatest musical masterpiece of all time. Yeah. Well, that's the band. So but, no, I know. But they musical are. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Musical. They, they, it's a musical masterpiece, Dan. The <laughs> masterpiece. <laughs> We're still here, aren't we? We haven't left the page yet. No, okay. we haven't. But they got a new van. That's for yeah. sure. Well, they get a new van every issue because they have to upgrade because they destroy their van every issue. Yeah, it looks like they hit a police car now. <laughs> oh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So they hit a police cruiser. Okay. Uh, well, they ran the last turn and suddenly an explosion sends oh. a police cruiser flying toward them. So okay, they didn't okay. just like run over the police cruiser. I want to emphasize this. Okay. Yes. It, it, it's been thrown into their van, which has now destroyed their van. Inspectors like Reach is going to be so pissed. Yeah. I mean, as we found out last issue, like Reach really even cares about them. He does. They're his friends. Well, he doesn't want them to be hurt. He just wants yeah. to betray them because he's an asshole. He's a jerk. Well, he's got here the we touch. go. So, 
we'll actually make it to the next page here. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. We're in my defense. I had the right away. <laughs> yeah, but you know we're the lucky one, even though it's just begun. I think I'm, we're gonna have a son. Okay, next page. <laughs> oh, we're never gonna get any further. Why, why do we? Why do we do this? Okay, so uh, now we've got a van and we've got an officer coming out here, stand down. We've got injured over here, and then we get a thing, and it says. It looks like we got. He's saying Austin and I can handle this. Go check on the people inside. Uh, okay, so him, Inspector. Yeah. It's weird when we switch to first names in the middle of the story because. Yeah. I have to go back to the front page to remember who there are, which I, I, actually is a reminder of what they did in Legion because when they changed their uniforms, they, they started their names. calling each other by the first their first names, you not oh. their code names. Interesting. So, so if you were new to the like book to you. and read the book in the past, you got different uniforms, kind of a different look, and then they're all calling each other by their first names. So you're like, oh, okay. Well, who's so? This? So this is much like Legion to you. Uh, well, I mean, just the experience. I mean, I again, not trying to be critical, but you know, and and again, I but I'm not gonna lie. Like I read these books a couple times, and I'm sure you get used to them, but. When they start going by first names, I'm like back to the front yeah. of the book to make sure I knew who we're talking about, which thank goodness we have the page there. But, you know, they they made such an emphasis in the first three issues to all call each other by their code names. Right. Yeah. Spectre, Caliber, Boulder. And have the funny pronouncements, too. Like, yeah, this is my bold punch, <laughs> you know, so no one's bolder than me. I was kind of used to that. And this this feels different. Yeah, I would have thought that he would have walked into the store with a boulder dash. Exactly. <laughs> well, he's wearing his boulder dashes, right? Okay. Yeah, probably. Well, anyway, we've got a uh, boulder talking to a bear. Uh-huh. Boulder and the bear. Yeah. That's a that's a story. And he's got... <laughs> I, wow, that, that could be a story, but I don't know if it's appropriate for this book. <laughs> right. well, I'm all right, uh, but them aliens busted up my shop. Uh, what do you mean aliens? He says, yeah, three of them, a big one and two little ones. Uh, one of them had a claw for a hand. Oh, and no. This is shaping up to be something here. I would have think this guy, the shop owner, has claws for hands. Looks like it. And he's like, I'm a small business owner. My insurance don't cover damn alien invasions. Oh. And uh, they find out what his name. His name is David Denome. <laughs> David Denome. Okay. David Denome. <laughs> I like it. That's cute. And uh, it's so cute that Boulder holds his face. He doesn't look that short, though. He looks t- taller than Boulder. Yeah, he looks he looks average size. You don't look like a gnome. I don't know. Kind of, I guess. In profile. Maybe. OK. Anyway. Um, In stature. He, he says uh, he's going to give him uh, an officer will be there to check on him. And he says, take this, though. And he says, free boulder dashes. My boy, just to ask about these. Um, so see, he is giving. Yeah, he oh, is boulder. He's, yeah. he's a giver. He's like, make sure you tell the officer all about those aliens. And he's laughing at him. And uh, OK, so he said they're supposed to keep their mouth shut. So they're thinking he's like, great job there, guys. Uh, you took a beating today, but you kept the public out of harm's way. They're all this is very odd, like. Calibers yeah. being all friendly and complimentary to the police. Yeah, yeah. 
This seems weird. They seem out of character. Kind of, sort of. It's almost like a character reset with these new suits. Yeah, it's like they got to level four and everything just changed. Are they even the same people? I don't know. They got upgrades or something. And well, anyway, they're talking to these the police officers and he says, I just don't get it. I've never seen anything like this before. Uh, it was like they had superpowers or something. Hmm. Uh, it seems like there's a lot of that going on. So we're back at the lab in the Technic oh. Technetic Labs, Georgia branch, which must be a hop in hot bed of of high tech people all together. Maybe they're by Georgia Tech. Maybe, maybe. And uh, Reach is, hey, guys, welcome back. I heard things got crazy out there. Uh, while you're out there, I was able to track the suspects down with the data you provided and huh. narrow down some things on our end. Well, <laughs> great. So Reach took care of everything. Yeah, good job, Reach. He reached into it and did it. And, and he's got something they really need to see, which I'm terrified Oh, and no. so is everybody else. OB, I swear, if this is some trick uh, to get us to watch some other messed up thing you pulled off the dark web. <laughs> I hope that's I think that's word balloons supposed to be going toward caliber. It's not a thought. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a weird just it's kind of floating there. <laughs> well, I was just about to comment on it, right? It's like we went away from the thoughts that were in the colors of the person. Yes, yes. But OK, I mean, that makes sense. I, I just think it's a. It's just an artistic error. Okay. Also, you would think that Calibro would have liked that kind of stuff. Yeah, they do seem wildly out of character right now. Just a little bit. And Reach is like, don't be like that. I share only the best of the goodies. I mine out of the deep, dark reaches. Reaches of the old internet. Besides, <laughs> I know you guys enjoy them. Enjoy them. I couldn't sleep for a week, says Spectre. So we're on to the next page. We've got the team banter going on. Yep. And... Now he's uh, reached, managed to hook into the city's traffic cam system. How convenient. And nice. I went ahead and charged the damages of the van to your account caliber. You're welcome. Well, that's not very fair since a like, police car got thrown at them. That's yeah. A little bit crazy. Anyway, um, now Boulder wants to know the name of the folks and uh, reaches just being sarcastic. And we're still bantering to try to get back to the piece. Yeah. And and then Pharaoh comes in. Hey, I know that guy, but he's got an outfit, too. Wait, who's Pharaoh? It's like he joined Checkmate. Mm. This is Maxwell Lord. This is the boss, right? Is it the boss? I think so. And he's now in a suit. I'm confused. You have to keep reading to find out what happened. OK, it worked out there today. He is clearly the boss. Um, he talks like him. The local police chatters raving about how. Yeah, this is definitely him. You just kept calling him Maxwell Lord, and that's why it, it all started with you. Okay. It's all my fault. Yeah. So no uh, need to be modest, he says. Not every day that we get to see our security team partnering up with local law enforcement during a high-profile robbery. So how goes the investigation? And Reach says, well, that depends on how good the data you brought us on Alchem X is. Ah, Al Al I said it right. Alchem X is. And he says, well, I only browsed it, but I think you'll be happy with what you see. Looks like they've been beefing up security since huh. the time these guys came around. Uh, and so, all right. And they're in there. So are, is this our tactical? Like what? I'm, I'm so confused. Okay. So thanks, Pharaoh. I'm going to take a real deep dive on the file. No, it's like I'm at work. Hey, <laughs> I'm going to deep dive that for you guys. Thanks. Um, he is at work. That's his job. It's true. It's just giving me nightmares. So 
Well, if we can't, uh, Calvert says, well, if we can't, uh, if we go to Akamex, we can't guarantee that we will find these guys. Uh, There'd be some security and probably looking for a fight. Uh, I don't think we are getting paid enough to take on heavily fortified super secret laboratory full of God knows what uh, true. Uh, we were supposed to figure out who was robbing these places. Right? And of course, the next page, they are uniforming up again, but they're in their traditional uniforms. Oh, so these uniforms were just they're like hanging out close. I, I, I don't know, because now and now they're in uniform. But now all of a sudden, like we've got their colors back and. Spectre's talking like the Spectre again. These weird purple, pink, purple words. Are we reading two different comics? I don't know. I mean, I'm right here. <laughs> I'm just joking with you. No, no. I mean, I, I like it. I like the bringing it back to, to this. All right. You all know what's at stake with this mission. I have come to trust if you will. My life says Boulder. <laughs> but I have also heard murmurs of discontent, although I don't share your concerns. We just found out about the discontent. Okay. Yes. So he says, we'll be legends, glory and battles, Boulder says. And he says, so we're storming the beaches of Veermeyer. Editor's note, Veermeyer is a planet in the video game called Mass Effect, where the massive battle takes place. I'm glad they told us that because I, you probably know that, but I had no idea. It's true. I do. <laughs> See, and that's what makes you superior in pop culture knowledge to me. Not only do you know about comic books, you know about Mass Effect. <laughs> I mean, I just have the games on the shelf in the other room. Well, it must be fun. Multiple version. Yeah, not versions, a first person shooter. It's a it, it is like it's hard. It, it's not. A, it's like an RPG. It's like a it, it's a little bit of everything. There's is it an RPG story. first person shooter? If that's what you call it. Well, anyway, like third person. Uh, <laughs> as you figure out what Mass Effect is. And how to categorize it. It's beautiful. Uh, That's what it is. And you, since beautiful. you have to ask questions about it, you peasant don't deserve to know. <laughs> well, uh, on the next page, we have a drunken cat at the bottom of the page. That's oh. really happy. Samiti's back. Uh, and uh, he's drunk with his stogie burning. And uh, can you have a stage an intervention for a cat, says Caliber. We got a lot of dialogue here. It looks like mm-hmm. everything's going to hell and down, but they're just hanging out. Yeah. And uh, Boulder's like, OK, but Spectre's alcoholics cat aside. Yeah, we're all good. We can just head out. So they are going to go do the mission. And of course, uh, Reach is going to hang back because oh. he's a traitor. And that's what he does. What a turd. Plus, he doesn't have a cool different uniform to switch into anymore, apparently, like with the helmet, like his old helmet and stuff. Yeah, apparently he's just lame. <laughs> he is kind of lame. That soul patch is not OK. He looks like a early, um, maybe like a like a early 90s Stephen King. <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with a bodysuit. With the body suit. Yeah. If Stephen King was going scuba diving. Could be. Well, maybe he'll have his feet cut off with an axe. I mean, does he have feet? I've never I don't seen know. Them. We haven't really seen them. <laughs> so it is very clear that Christopher Michael can draw feet because, like, uh, the checks on the other page are perfect. So, yeah, we saw feet. We saw him actually when he flew out the window. He had rocket feet. So, oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were making fun of his ability to draw feet. This isn't Rob. No, 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 no. I was just, I was, I was 
I was, I was like, I was like for a minute, I didn't recall any of the feet looking particularly bad. In <laughs> like, it didn't. Uh, I mean, I wasn't necessarily looking for the feet, but they, they all seem to look fine. Their feet are fine, man. I never was drawn to the feet and thought, man, everybody's <laughs> feet are pointy and point inward. <laughs> What's wrong with these feet? They all look like duck. How come feet. all the feet are drawn off the page? Uh, they they yeah, all. In fact, there's very fine feet on the next page too. Are they? Well, they get in the van, and it looks like is Pharaoh driving them? No, they're not in the van, man. It's not a van, man. The car. Sorry, it's a car. Pharaoh's car. Okay, so no, it's not Pharaoh. Getting dropped off by their it's... dad to go <laughs> fight at a mini storage. It's it's a dude that just kind of looks oddly like him but it's not oh it's not it's their uber driver this is fantastic yeah uh they give him a thing for free boulder dashes instead of on a piece of toilet paper yeah wow did they didn't pay this guy they didn't pay him that's that's fantastic. So I, I mean, this is like when you screw over people on a and d adventure, it always comes back to haunt you. This is true. They they <laughs> they screwed over their mount. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they should really pay this guy or feed him or the, something. The ferryman, you know, like, I mean, it's like when you're when you're trying to cross the river sticks and you don't pay up. This you're, is not OK. Yeah, not all right, man. And that grin, too. Yeah. Ooh, Spectre must not have been paying attention because I think he would have put a stop to that. Yeah. Oh, but Boulder knew what he was doing. Oh, it's he's very premiered here. Bold of him. He's like, I got this. He's like charisma level nineteen. Don't look he at it until like, we leave. He rolled like a eighteen and then got a bonus or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> plus five. Charisma plus five. Turning on. I now have Boulder charisma. I have charismatic charisma. That made sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, they are now breaking. Uh, let's see. Spectre gets out one of his cool knives. He actually remembered them this time. Oh, sweet. His knives and are the coolest. He tosses it to the other side of the fence. And that makes him trans. Wow. Did he just teleport? Did he learn a new spell? Uh, he threw he the learned knife. a new spell. Good for Spectre. Well, that's cool. And he's showing off, of course. So he's using his spell slots right away, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there goes like a third level spell. We haven't even gotten to the fight yet. And Caliber calls it out. He's like, we just walked in because it was unlocked. Oh, man. Why you got to ruin it, Caliber? Yeah. And Spectre's like, I feel like you're missing the opportunities. Just wanted to do that. So sad. Yeah, I mean, poor Spectre. He just really wanted to, you know, show, show him his juice. Spectre yeah. needs Samidi, right? Like yeah. it's this is this is ridiculous. Without Samidi there, he's just not as cool. Yeah, but he's got a drunk cat back at the back at the pad. I mean, the other two are still in costume too, and and he's still wearing like a jacket with a hoodie. So it's true. His cost his but his costume it blends, man. It's like you know, it's comfortable. It's comfortable. It's chill. It's like if he had like if he was wearing some like cargo shorts, he'd be Pacific Northwest chic. Yeah, I mean, that's my that, I mean, it, it, his jacket looks like it could be a um, members only jacket. So members only jacket, a hoodie and cargo shorts. Oh, yeah, and, that's and Chuck's. Yeah, that's my look. Yeah. And they no. drew me need like some, uh, uh, you don't need Chuck's you need some boots on some boots. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, anyway, they're on the outside. They're ready to come in and they go inside and they're like, "Uh oh, it's too quiet. And an explosion happens because there's a trap and they didn't check for traps. Nope. (sighs) Cool guys walk into explosions. They didn't track. I can't believe they didn't check for traps. They didn't. Seriously. How many times have you gone to a room without checking for traps today? Oh, uh, yeah, no. Like you always have to check for traps. Always, even if like you, you have a good feeling that there's no traps, you should always check for traps. You should always check for traps because every time I don't check for traps, there's a trap. And if you if you think like uh, think everything's good, you should just punch the walls because that wall might not be a real wall. Yeah. And now Spectre's pouting again. He got left outside. The tanks mm-hmm. went inside and got blown up. He's like, mm-hmm. hey, guys, I could just throw fireballs and teleport, but I'm stuck out here with my phone. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh-oh. Is he playing Pokemon Go? <laughs> uh, I don't know, but... It looks like it. <laughs> walking up behind him. Yeah, he kind of looks like... He kind of looks like a Pokemon, like a Poke trainer. Well... If he was playing Pokemon Go, it was a bad idea because he wasn't paying attention because some guy about like seven inches taller than him taps him on the shoulder. It's go time now. And he's like, alone in a dark alleyway, a mysterious tap on the shoulder. Hmm, I'm about to get murdered, aren't I? He's like, Uh-oh. oh, I've seen your movie before. I think you're confused. <laughs> Definitely not near any summer camps. And so now we're back in the office and uh, we find out what's going on. Oh, man. We've got... Uh, Let's see. We've got uh, Proud Boy uh, here that throws fireballs, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. And then a guy with uh, one blue claw. Blue claw. And he's saying his name. Blue claw. Blue and claw. like, to point it out, that man has a claw for a hand. Yeah. So we've got one guy that looks like one of the member of the Proud Boys throwing fireballs. And we got another one that looks like one of those crappy He-Man characters at the end of the, the He-Man run. Yeah. Like Fister. Hey, Fister is cool. He tried to he he tried, but he couldn't fist them all. Uh huh. It's that's that's what he says. Yeah. Uh huh. The best was when they were just like murdered in the new He Man. Just straight up murdered. Just uh, sorry, spoiler. Oh my gosh! Some people might not watch it. Did you? No. Yes, I did. Uh, You got to read the line that this this fireball throwers says. Sorry, we ain't going back, Dare. You can tell that Dick Daryl Baskins to go to hell. Blue Claw. <laughs> Blue Claw. Blue Claw. Name's Jose, Jose Tropical, and here's Blue Claw. Blue Claw. We ain't no trouble. Three of us just ain't going back to Ellen Blue Claw. Blue Claw. Blue Claw. Yeah, we got some fine dialogue here coming from Blue Claw. And uh, three. And uh, Flame Floor Proud. So <laughs> and he says three. I only see two. Yeah. Is there a midget hanging around? Wow. Yeah. Wow. wow. I know. Little uh, person. <laughs> nah, man. <laughs> the big feller's guarding the van. Uh, okay. And he's like, my sh- shenanigan senses are, are tingling. Uh-oh. And, uh, guys. Oh. And now he's like, now Spectre chimes in. Guys, I'm in a bad movie here. Oh, now they just figured out where the other guy is. Yup. <laughs> um, and he sends Boulder to go help Spectre because Caliber is going to take out two people. Because yeah. what happens on an adventure when you split up, Greg? Uh, bad things. Not mm-hmm. good stuff. And they split up again. Uh-huh. You know, it's issue four now. You think they would have, if they're fourth level, you'd think they would have learned not to split up. You would think, but sometimes people never learn. 
But Boulder and Caliber just love to go off together, always putting the two tanks and the party together. Yep, Even the right. magic user all by his lonesome. Yep. All and by he it. is attacking this guy with some sort of maybe fireball, and the other guy's got a giant, awesome, Sheet. cool skull and bones energy yeah. shield. It's pretty sweet. And here we go. Oh. And Spectre's still the only one talking here. This other guy is not talking. He's doing a lot of punching, though. Yeah. Oh, and quack. it's not going good. No, you don't leave your magic user out just to get punched in the face. This is a uh, bad uh, Spectre. time. Spectre gets worked. Spectre does not do well in hand to hand combat. I think no, he established that over the few issues here. Huh? Yeah, no, he uh, he is not like he's good at what he can do. But the things that he can't do, which is hand to hand combat, not his forte people but he's good at he's good at advertising energy drinks so oh yeah good i mean now i'm thirsty and i want one well boulder gets out there and says i thought he'd be bigger oh yeah now the other guy finally talks who you little man do you fight or just run your mouth and he's like i do both oh boulder (laughs) so here we go and he says he says well that didn't go as planned as he punches a shield and then gets grabbed by the neck Oh, man, that's not good. And uh, Spectre's like, hey, why are you letting him choke you? It's like Boulder attacked and rolled a one and uh, hit a shield and got grabbed by the neck. Yeah, Boulder should be doing better, but Boulder's doing worse. And here we are. Uh, It looks like uh, Caliber did take care of business because he's already out shooting uh, the guy. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, damn. That's a that's a sword to the belly. Yeah. Ah. And the guy in the mask who we don't know is like, I didn't mean to. And here we go. And Boulder uses unbroken crush on him and knocks him silly. And Caliber's just standing there. I guess I'm immune to all this bullshit. Man. Oh, that lucky dude. Because he would have been. That's like getting a shish kebab, man. I'm curious how he became immune to all this, but that's interesting. Yeah. And uh, there's... Spectre is like, hey, I told you he didn't believe in magic. Boulder was almost in tears, and that was something. And Caliber's like, I mean, who wouldn't be after such an Oscar-winning performance? So uh, we are going to do about Goliath there. So because he doesn't believe in magic, it doesn't affect him? Maybe? Okay. Maybe? Or maybe he's already dead. That's a good question. We don't know. But uh, he came back. He came back from the dead is what we believe. Pretty much, but yeah. Maybe, but maybe he is dead. And he's a zombie. I don't know. Well, we get uh, to be continued on the next page, but we got some commentary. Boulder says uh, he said he's not going back, but back where? And Spectre's like, I don't think we can return him either. He's sort of damaged. Uh, this is also smells like Alchemex and Caliber. Well, uh, you're not wrong. Jose said that's who they were hiding from. Uh, they thought Alchemex sent us after them. Hmm. Oh, so Boulder's like, oh, well, let's wake Tinkerbell up and tell him we're on the same side. And Spectre's like, hey, we don't know the extent of his powers. He could be a spectral porcupine. I'm not touching him. So we got uh, some continued dissension in the ranks here as depending on how the battle went for each person. Yeah. And we get uh, to be continued. Next Ugh. issue. It's time to see what Alchemex is up to. How are they yeah. making these superpowered beings? Do they know how, how Rick got their powers? Find why out are they making them next time in intestinal fortitude? Yeah. Oh, man.
And that's going to be coming from Homebrewed Comics real soon, or maybe right now on Kickstarter. Right and now. Will, oh, yeah. I'll go ahead and link the Kickstarter for everyone if you want to pick up issue five. Do it, because like, I mean, like I'm I got to find out what happens next. I'm I'm kind of invested now. And I want to know where some media is. I, he was drunk, man. But like, I mean, in this in this next uh, this next image, you got like intestinal fortitude. There's a it's an interesting, interesting look. You got the four that we know, Samedi and, and this big dude. I mean, it hasn't impacted Samedi in the past when he was drunk. Well, maybe he was totally, you know, totally taken for a loop this time. Hmm. I don't know. He's a well, cat. He is a cat. So cats have how many lives? Nine. So maybe he used one. I don't know. I don't know either. I feel like he's used a lot based on oh, his drinking. Probably. probably. I don't think cats' livers are that big. No, they're probably not. Probably not. Not at all. Probably tiny. Small. 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 Yeah. I was waiting for you to say something else. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. No, cats, cats, cats' livers are tiny. I don't know what else to say. I, I got nothing else to say here. I, I, yeah, no, link the, link the Kickstarter in the comments. Tell could, people where to go. Well, Fine. do you have a Kickstarter in the works? Do I? Yeah. Uh, not currently. Okay. You're just sending out from the last Kickstarter? No. I, well, yeah. Yeah. That's We're sending out from the last Kickstarter, and then we'll be um, talking up. Well, I mean, like, I guess the team and I will be we're working up and putting out uh, from Overcast another books so or bringing into the into the mix. Uh, into the overcast universe into the over well yeah the overcast universe or into the into the house of overcast um uh we have uh art by don win and words by mike tanner uh it is so what is grapple. the <laughs> i was getting there would you get there come I'm on i'm trying to I mean, you're uh, telling me who the artist is and and who the writer is before you even tell me what the name of the book or the concept well, is. Like you're I, going backwards. I know that's because I'm, I'm trying to hype up the 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 team, the main team there, and then uh, you know, then we then we get you in with Grapple Punch. Grapple Punch. I believe What's that's that about grappling. <laughs> it's it's a it's space wrestling. Is it like Fister except his hand fall flies off? No. No. Oh. No, it's space wrestling. It's not Fister with a chain? No, it's like, you know, space wrestling. Like grapple punch. Did you see? Like, see what I did there? I did. Grapple I did. punch. Yeah. yeah. Like, so it's like a grappling hook, yeah. but it's like a fist. Yeah. 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 And uh, additional uh, lines and, and and other other art in in the book by Dave Wheeler as well. So okay. that's the main team right there. And then uh, Travis doing what Travis does. I heard that Michael Tanner is a pretty good writer. I hear he, I hear he's pretty good. I hear he's pretty. Has good. he done anything else besides this? Uh, he might have. He might have. He might have done done a book. Uh, uh, that uh, that that I'm 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 linked to the Junior oh Rays Apocalypse. You are killing me today. What? But he's hey. also but he's also known for Orcs in Space with Abed Yee. So so Junior Braves of the poc- of, of of the Apocalypse. Yes. Of apocalypse, of the apocalypse, of the apocalypse, orcs in space, orcs in space, and a few uh, other things. And uh, he's been in some some fantastic uh, anthologies. 
and uh, um, other other fantastic fine works. I can't wait till he listens to this, which he's not going to do, but I can't wait till he listens to this to find the glowing way you promoted his book. He should expect less. I'm going to assume that Mike does the editorial pitches while you sit with your hands folded in the corner. No, I usually go in and I'm like, all right, so you want to see something cool. It's like it's this is and an essentially it, it is you, you've seen me. You've seen me on on Crazy Cloud Nine. That's that's where it's at. And they're just bedazzled with it. <laughs> so you bedazzle while Mike sells them the book. I tell them how good the donuts taste. Exactly. And then they want to buy them. Okay. But we're not selling donuts. Yeah, you're selling we're comic making books. Comic books. Yeah, that's 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 kind of where I thought. Well, I guess the moral of the story here is hey, uh crit fun indie books so far. We uh, on Kickstarter. Yeah. A yeah. lot of folks uh, use Kickstarter as a means to get out stories that might not be published in other ways or to just capture the 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 money for their work. And let's face it, it's not like you're making a ton of money on Kickstarter. A lot of times you're just covering the cost of the paper yeah. and the book and, and uh, getting it printed, but it's neat for stories to be able to get out to folks in different ways. And of course we're talking about some of Greg's uh, Kickstarter as well. We were alluding to wh- what, it, which Kickstarters, Greg? Oh, you know, Starlight and yeah. So Starlight. Punch and uh, from Overcast Comics. From and these are, of course, from Homebrewed Comics. And yes. I get a lot of Kickstarters right now. I just oh, yeah. uh, re-upped for a book called Alpha Dogs today, which oh, I really enjoyed the first issue of. Nice. And so probably paid too much for the second issue because I was like, I like this. And of course, you know me. So I got to get both covers. And I'm a, I'm a bad Kickstarter. I'm a <laughs> bad example for Kickstarter. I buy all the stuff. But you don't have to go and spend $33 on that Kickstarter. You go spend five and just get the digital copy. And I'm sure that the... Authors are just as happy because their work's being spread around. So this is true. This is true. This, uh, yeah. You know, don't uh, I again, you know, this is not a secret. I love the history of comics. Uh, we can go back in time and talk about all sorts of great books uh, throughout history. And I love mainstream comics, but there's a lot of great storytellers out there. And I think this to turn it back to this book, I, I think so far in four issues, I, I think the the pluses here, I think it's a it's a fun story. They definitely stay on theme um, from this sort of role playing theme. It seems like the characters are sort of learning as they go. They're not perfect. It's not like they go in and uh, have the right tactics every single time. We've got a traitor in our midst uh-huh. that I don't know about yet. And, and I think, I mean, if I if I if this is funny book forensics, I would also be a little bit critical. Uh, there were some editorial things here that seemed a little wonky. I've got some box area you know, word bubbles, not pointing to the right people. And I didn't really get, ex- I don't know, maybe I missed it. So it could just be me as a reader, but I, I sort of missed like the explanation of the, the different uniforms and a, a couple of different things. But uh, overall, uh, those things aside, you know, small editorial team, people doing this for the love of it. I, I think it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, I think like I think you pointed out uh, a, a good a, 
a good thing is that thematically it being based on role playing uh, and how they're trading these characters and things like that. Maybe that might be how and why, uh, as we talked about earlier when we were discussing this, that you know they were leveling up. So some of the some of the changes in their costume design and maybe in their dialogue and the way that they are presenting as characters might have just been based off of their. Uh, their XP that they have from the previous three issues going into this fourth one. Uh, you know, and I'm looking back through this. I kind of complained about the art a little bit in the first issue. It seemed uh-huh. kind of a couple things disjointed to me, but I, I really think they nailed it in this issue. I think they put together the digital backgrounds uh-huh. uh, with the front art, and I, I think it looks really good. Yeah, no, I, I I really feel like it's all it's all coming together. It's tying up, and and those things are those things are nice. There's like you said, there are a few things that, that kind of could use a little massaging uh, and, and use some work, maybe hopefully for issue five. Uh, if they, if they catch these things or maybe they're already seeing them, just those word bubbles, some of those editorial things. And, you know, like just maybe even just, explaining like I mean, like editor's notes for some of these character things like well why why are we using first names as opposed to character names when we've used character names the whole or editor's notes so and so is this though they do that in yeah. front of the book i mean we'll, we'll say that they've got yeah. the little character bios and, but and they did that for the mass effect thing but there was a couple times where i was like oh it would have been nice if they just said what's going on in an editor's note for this or for or that. just use their code names right while they're yeah. out in the field and things like that so yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just a, i mean but these are small criticisms in the big scheme of things and i i really like Again, I can't stress I, I in the first issue, it felt like some of the backgrounds were disjointed in relation to the the foreground art. And I really think they got it. They got it right. Blended together, especially like if we'll go to that two page spread where Spectre is fighting the, the shield guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's a that's a really oh. cool. I mean, you know, they I don't think they overuse two page spreads, which is why this is stands out. Right. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're not overusing that stuff still a lot of panels in the book but i like this i I like how he uses it and it shows how ineffective he is but i like how the mini storage stands in the background like it doesn't stand out to me like that uh convenience store did in the first issue Mm -hmm. yeah and 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 then you can tell this is this is definitely written by people who have a love for comics and and storytelling uh (laughs) through role play uh in the sense that you know they're they're telling this the story in this really unique fashion through the role play aesthetic but also in the storytelling through uh imagery and the use of those page turns where there's a moment and then all of a sudden you're blown away by that next panel and it's like oh i mean when caliber gets stabbed by the by the sword it's like oh my gosh and they had me for a whole entire page because it plays out through through multiple panels what's happening what's going to happen is he going to die? I mean, like, and I was on the hook. I honestly thought, Oh crap, man, he's done. Yeah. They got me. They got me too. And, uh, or he's going to be severely wounded again. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And and I will say one more thing for this. I, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm pitching their book now. So this isn't necessarily the intent. This is part of the criticism part, but the, uh, the, the PDFs are really high res res. Uh huh. They weren't cheap. I on my tablet actually I have an 
uh, media, you know, I have about a five-year-old tablet and I was having trouble turning the page. I actually had to go to my computer yeah, to read this last issue because the PDFs were so high res, it was sort of spinny spinning on my, oh, no. on my tablet. So yeah, I think, uh, the nice, you're, you're getting high quality stuff. So what I you're saying the is there. too good for your old equipment. It was too good for my old equipment. So if you have back. old equipment, it's just not a book for you. Don't even do it. No, that's not just what I throw. Said. Just don't even. Oh, 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 no, that's not what he's saying. He's saying it's really good. It's really worth it. It's going to be a beautiful purchase. You're going to love yeah. it. Just make sure that your system requirements are up to par. It was a bit much for my Galaxy Tab S2. Yeah, no, I had the same. I, I honestly, I, I made the mistake of trying to pop it open on my my really not so great phone. <laughs> the first time, the first issue, I tried to open it on my phone and I was like, this is a bad idea because one this is a lot to see and two, my phone cannot handle the, the, the file, but looking at it on the computer, whoo, beautiful. Well, with that in mind, I think it's probably time to wrap up this adventure. Yeah. Put the dice away. All right. Wait for Samita to come back another day. Yeah, that works. <laughs> We're out. Thanks, Greg. Great episode. And that no, was one more thank- episode of Honey Book Forensics. Thank you, Dan, and thank you, listeners. Later. <laughs>